Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. I'm Mac, and with me I have Nick. Oots, 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 oots. And hopefully the not so party boy Sam. Hey, what's poppin'? Redline babies. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take that for an intro. <laughs> so, anyways, um, our first official recorded episode of 2017. I almost said 16 there. I had to catch myself. And we're going to be doing two movies today. One of them is very recent and is extremely, 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 extremely popular and has been the source of many, many updates throughout the past few months between Quoka and myself. And the other one is some racing shit. I don't know. Anyways, um... So put a little respect on that later Mac. in the episode. Come we'll on, be talking about those. Yeah, later. Oh, in the meantime, New Year's resolutions, anime style. What do you guys got? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna try, and I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I think they're kind of stupid. But if I had to, oh, that sounds like something a normie would say. Actually, a normie would be the person who have New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Sam, we're weebs. Come on. I'm talking anime-style <laughs> resolutions. I'm just saying in general they're kind of stupid. But, I mean, if I had to, like, say what it was or what it do, I would say that I'm just going to try and give more things a chance, I guess. It's like, because I am very, like, I'll see the poster on Mal or the, the thumbnail of the picture, and I'll be like, God, it looks fucking dumb. You know what I mean? Like... Right away. No, dude. I'll be like, I don't know what you mean. Everything looks ten out of ten to me. Yeah. Okay. It's all the best. There's the. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm. I'm just gonna try and be less picky about it. See, I don't really have a resolution for twenty seven. So Sam's resolution I is really, to lower his standards. I really don't. <laughs> but um, it's just coming to grips with reality that I will have to probably sit around and. Wait forever for another season three to come out. Originally, there was only one season three I was looking forward to, and that was Spice and Wolf. Well, like Haruhi or something? K-On? Fucking Hebe-K, you fucking moron. Can we... Oh, Hebe-Gay Euphonium? Oh, my God, dude. You got to get over it. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong. I had to get one last jab in, all right? No, I'm talking to Matt. I'm talking to Mac. Like, man, let it go. Oh, yeah. As they would say in Frozen, Mac. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not. So on and I'm so not going to let it go. Oh, my it's God, so, dude. It's so great. All right. Well, my resolution, which I'm just making up as I'm speaking right now, and I'm trying to think of it while stalling for time, uh, my resolution is um, – wait a minute. Isn't it funny how he brings this up, yet he totally fucking <laughs> falls flat on his face <laughs> when he can't think know. of something? All right. I'm going to watch 100 more anime this year. That's not that bad. That's not that hard to do, really, but – he gonna watch, especially if you include like movies and shorts in there. One hundred animal. Oh no, no, okay, okay. I got a real one. A real one is I'm gonna write for every like five anime that I finish. I'm gonna write one blurb or review or post about it. That's my goal. You know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, really. That really is. I don't want to do it for every single one because that's like, look, realistically, I'm not gonna fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go easy on myself. I'm going to review every single anime I watch. All oh, this is shit. This I'm going to fucking this make a shit. YouTube video every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hmm, shit. Do we want to do Waifu of the Week? Of course we want to do Waifu of the Week. Who's Waifu oh, of the Week? Cr- Crab Sanashi, dude, from Redline. She's hot. Let's just eh. do that. Eh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently Best Girl of the Week Cherry is Boy Hunter, dude. Come on. Cherry Boy Hunter... From Redline, that one movie about McLaren the cars Sanishi. and the racings. Yeah, basically, she's a hot chick who races cars, and she always wants to win. And like that's her that's her story. Also, did I mention she's hot? And she shows her boobs briefly in the movie. Yes, you do get to see her boobs. So if you like that animated boobs, you should watch Redline. Which we all do because we're listening to an anime podcast. <laughs> I hate admitting it, but yes. <laughs> and I would challenge any red-blooded male to deny that. If you see some well-animated titties, and you're, you know, you don't even get a little tingle, I question your, uh, I question your, 
Your morals, right just, there. Just a little tingle. Just a little. Your morals. <laughs> Your morals. <laughs> the cavemen painted boobs on walls. If you don't appreciate boobs, you're automatically an Al Qaeda. Boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Boobs. So yeah, Sanashi. So speaking of, she's really speaking hot. of Cherry Boy Hunter Crab Sanashi. I guess we can voiced by Michelle Ruff. Yeah, her. I guess we can start this out with Redline. Just kind of go straight into it instead of doing what Nick hates, like the Kimi no Nawa update and all that other shit. Yeah, fuck the update. news. Um, <laughs> it made money. Yeah, there's not really any news, honestly. I was just looking it up. There's not a lot. There's like new seasons coming out, winter seasons, and starting in a week. Oh, yeah. All right. Or by the time the episode comes out, it'll be almost starting. Exactly. So... On to oh anime anime turned one hundred years old earlier so that's something a hundred years old if we if we include those those weird silent films and propaganda right right wait when did uh like Tetsujin and like Giant Robo and all that come out that was probably that was in the sixties and seventies oh, okay so that was way before all right I I know the the sixties were like the first when it started to really get like big when they made like the kids cartoons and stuff before that it was just it was like World War Two propaganda and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then, like before that, it was like we can make anime. <laughs> it's just like ten seconds. We can or like do two minutes stuff. Or something. <laughs> we made these drawings move. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's what the Japanese sounded like hundred years ago. True fact. It's true. That's true. Yeah. No. Not a lot of news, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's. No, uh, no, I no, guess sure. though. Let's just. Uh, so basically, what happened? What what had happened was, and if you was spot, you're going all Will Smith on if us. If you was following what we was doing, okay, 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 okay. Uh, Mac and uh, uh, um, what's his name? Stupid. They came and visited us. Uh, me and Nick from out of state, and uh, me- oh, I thought I was stupid. Thank God. <laughs> no, Mac and stupid. Mac and Whitey, whatever. Anyways, they came and visited us from out of state. Uh, Quokka came from uh, California, and uh, Mac came from uh, good old Tennessee. He drove up here, and uh, we had to go pick up Quokka from the airport. And uh, we did some live streams. You saw that shit. You saw that shit. Thanks for watching if you were there. Um, but, um, you know, while he were here, it's like, yeah, we got to watch anime together, you know? So we watched, we watched two movies. Oh, and if you want to see our, our lovely faces, check out Anime Summit on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Yeah, dude, and the, the latest uh, video up there should be the live stream, I think. And here, here's a life pro tip. To make me, in particular, look more attractive, put it on 240p. <laughs> <laughs> put it potatoes. That would make us look all more attractive. What the fuck are you talking it, about? I know. I'm just saying. Like, I walk outside without context. And I'm like, ooh, look at that girl. <laughs> It's like everyone's a ten out of ten. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> it's like drunk That's goggles. Terrible. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they're up there, and um, yeah, dog, uh, just like and subscribe. You get those updates every week. We put weekly content out, and we you know we did some stuff for Anime Summit Extra. So like and subscribe to that bitch. Um, you know, put some gameplay, put some gameplay, put some gameplay, play some video games. You know what I'm talking about. But anyways, you know, we was all hanging out. My oh, ADGQ is coming out soon. Shit. Um. Oh yeah, dude, that's that's gonna be awesome. Should mention yeah. that. Um. Awesome games done. Good. If you like, if you like video games and streaming Twitch memes, check it out. Yeah, awesome video games done quick. That's the thing they do here in Minnesota, where they basically marathon video games back to back. Or are they having it in Minnesota? That's where they have it every year. That's it's a Minnesota thing. Do that's they? a Minnesota thing. Yeah. It's a Minnesota that's thing. Summer games done quick. Or something. Well, it's, I know one of them is somewhere else, and one of them is. Here, it's the same organization, but anyway, um, they play they play video games to raise money for cancer research. So yeah, they do a lot of speed runs and trick trick plays and whatnot. Yeah, like it's, I watched I watched cool. a guy play Pokemon Green, and he they they tell you whether they're gonna glitch or not, and he glitched it to beat the game in like three minutes, or whatever. And basically, yeah. it's called the credit screen glitch, where you skip right to the the end and you get the credit roll screen. Um, some people have done it faster, but he, like they always set a goal. Anyway, 
You yeah. should watch it. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of Redline, Jesus watch Christ. Watch it for the memes. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. Yeah. Speaking of Redline, wow. Okay, anyways, yeah. Speaking of speed runs, Mac, uh, Nick, Redline. Nick is the one who brought that up. It's his fault. He derailed it. Anyways. What? No, I was segueing. Speed runs, Redline, Okay, fast. well, you fucked right. it up. Anyways, you, <laughs> we did it. Go to YouTube, subscribe. So anyways, when they was here, we watched two movies. The first one we watched was Redline, and then the second one we watched was Kimi no Nawa. But anyways, Redline... Uh, I think me, Kolka, and Nick were the only ones that, who had seen it before. And you mean you mean to say I was the only one who hadn't? Yeah, Mac was the only one. Yeah, is what you <laughs> mean to seen say? It. Ironically, even though Mac is the guy who works with cars, yeah, that's true. It was okay. <laughs> and you think Mac would like the movie, but Mac only likes sappy mo- only likes sappy stories, and that's it. <laughs> so here's the thing about that's this is what I've learned. So here's the thing about Redline. I'm gonna drop it down for you right now. It's so 2009 science fiction auto racing anime movie film produced by Madhouse and it was the directorial debut of uh, Takeshi Koike. Takeshi Koike. You gotta say it in the black woman voice um, just like just like the movie. Um, no. Um, anyway, it's... That's what they do in the movie. It's great. Takeshi Koike and uh, uh, it uh, came out, they actually showed it at the uh, Annecy International Animated Film Festival uh, with Summer Wars and My My Miracle and Yona Yona Penguin uh, Annecy Film Festival is awesome. It's like a French uh, festival, I think, or a French company. Uh, Annecy is a French animation company. They do cool, cool, cool stuff. Anyway, Redline, dude, it's about this guy named JP, and he wants to... It's like in this very horrible dystopian future where everything is fucked up. And, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. You didn't even mention the motherfucker's got like this rad-ass fucking pompadour. Yeah, he's got a pomp, dude. Yeah, he's like Japanese grease, greaser straight up, like... Huge, long, exaggerated pompadour. It's fucking amazing. And it just stays like that. And he's got a switch comb. Pulls out a switch comb. Yeah, dude. Uh, but they got a... So they got a, they got a, His pomp is on the cover of Redline. Like, the the, the, ty- the text of Redline is sitting right on his pomp. Yeah. So... If you look at the cover. So there's these, this interplanetary war going on, and they still hold these races on this one planet. So basically, to get to Redline, you have to, you have to top at Yellow Line car race... And then you go to Redline. And I'm pretty sure there was one before that that they mentioned, but they don't talk about it much. But um, JP, he loses Yellow Line, but he gets in on Redline on a technicality, which is kind of funny. But there's also some, some shady shit going on, you know, rigging races and stuff. But by God, man, this, this movie is just animated so fucking awesome. Like, Dude, it's the best animation I've ever seen, period. If you have seen like dead leaves it's like dead leaves is a little more choppy because of the style but it's almost the it, it, is that a tv show or a movie it's I a 45 forget. minute movie um okay. in terms of like in terms of style it looks the same but in terms of animation it's more smooth slick it's like the yeah it's they, like, this it took them like a hundred thousand drawings or something to finish red line some big number it's like, it's like hand handmade drawings like it, this is like old school yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's CG in it, but I mean, if you if you've yeah. seen the Cowboy Bebop movie and you thought that animation was like crazy good, this is like it's better. Yeah, yeah. this is better. Like, this is like it's like uh, those old Disney movies as far as like as much as as many frames as they have or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so smooth and everything looks just great. Oh, it, maybe it's not quite comparable. I think those even have even more drawings to them, but. Uh, Redline has way more style. So yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's so dope, dude. Yellow Line though, what a way to start a movie. Like that's how you do it. Well, yeah, it just jumps straight, straight into, into the it. pod racing, dude. It jumps right into it right right when you start the movie. It's in the middle of Yellow Line, the Yellow Line race, and you just see it right away. Displays how the animation for the rest of the movie is gonna be. You know, like it sets the tone. It's like this is what this movie is. You know, it's ridiculous, fast, uh, crazy. And one way that I've that it was described to me, um, I told because I was talking to my boss today at work, and he was like, he was like, yeah, it kind of reminds me, it's like Speed Racer on crack. <laughs> it's like that's well, yeah, it's like pod racing, dude. It's exactly what it is. It's it's like uh, Speed Racer and and Rex Racer. They get together and they drop some acid and smoke a little bit of weed, and they're like, bro, let's get in our T one eighties and. Uh, they pop a nitro and they're just like, and their whole face like widens out <laughs> like a black hole, and they're just zoom forward. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, it's even got some like, um, in terms of like when that happens, like when their faces like go backwards a little bit, 
it's even got some of that like Mike Judge kind of art style in it, like uh, like Beavis and Butthead. You know, like their faces are all like mangled and messed up when they like they're going super fast or whatever. It's kind of cool. Um, Dude, that's what I love. I love when anime or anything isn't afraid to like fuck with its character models. Yeah. As long as it's on purpose and not on accident. No, right, right, right. I think, well, one of the things I learned in, like, animation school was, you know, if you know the anatomy of a of a design of a character and you know the human anatomy or you know the animal anatomy, whatever you're drawing, um, you know, and you know what you're supposed to do, you can exaggerate it as much as you want so long as you're following that guideline still. And I think they did a really good job of doing that with every character, you know, because there, there are some characters in this show, or in that show, but this movie where... They're just like these big, huge dudes, huge half robot, half dudes with huge arms. But it like made They're sense just that they huge. They made sense that they looked like that, though. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, hell yeah! There's like this big guy right here. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was super cool. I think it's a really like Nick when we before we started watching it, Nick was like, okay, turn the volume way up as loud as possible and find the most yeah. HD version you can find. Honestly, yeah. I wish I would have gone and seen this in the theater. If I ever like, oh, if yeah. I ever get a projector in my house or something with like surround sound, I'm totally, we're totally doing, I'm totally watching that shit. I mean, that, that applies to both movies we're going to talk about today, but honestly, yeah. Redline especially because Redline is like just a spectacle. It's not as much of a theme-driven like narrative or anything. It's just, it's just adrenaline from start to finish, and. Um, you're just meant to be entertained by Redline. It's not like gonna teach you anything, really. Well, it has like some little minor, uh, you know, cliche themes, but it's not, you know, it's not gonna blow your mind. Besides the animation, right, right, right. And actually, it has a really good soundtrack as well. Redline soundtrack is the type of thing that I've listened to just on a playlist on YouTube, like the Yellow Line song and and like everything else that goes with it. Is just it's so uh, it just pumps you up. I'm going to. They did a, they did a great job with that. I'm going to you up. And uh, the sound was by uh, James Shimoji. He has done mostly just Redline. It looks like I don't. I I haven't found a ton of info on him, but from why from what I understand too, this movie was kind of also. There's there's other people who did the music too. It wasn't just him. I had a hard time finding everyone, but. But from what I understand too is that this guy is also this movie is also kind of a, although it was by Madhouse, it was almost kind of like there wasn't a lot of people working on it. As much as like a normal movie, I think. Uh, but yeah, they had a they had a troubled production schedule because it took them seven years, and at one point, partway through, they even scrapped a bunch of it and started over. So, I mean that that's it took them so long, which is partially why it looks so great, but it also kind of like tanked their their profits a little bit. It did make it did make a good amount of of money. It made like. Uh, it was, yeah, actually, it made a pretty good amount of money. It made it made a bunch of money in the U.S. I think the guy plus a million or something. The guy who plays JP, the main character, is uh, Dio Brando in JoJo's. Oh, the uh, oh, the English actor or the the, the English actor? One? Sorry, the English actor. Yeah, the English actor. Oh, because because JoJo's is such a sub anime for me. Like I have to watch that in sub because it's like I agree. What do they say? What do they instead of muda muda muda? What does he say in English? Does he just say muda muda, or does he say like useless? useless, useless like you can't say useless fast. I've never like. I've never seen it. I've only watched the sub. But uh, he also plays. Uh, Pro tip: Watch JoJo in sub. Much better. It's, it's more it's more exaggerated and theatrical that way. Anyway, um, but he does Ira Gamaguri in Kill a Kill and Ragnar the Blood Edge in the Blaze Blue anime. Oh, Kill a Kill is a great dub, by the way. It, yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. But uh, Fantastic yeah, Fantastic dub. Redline, dude. I don't know if. I can't even say that much more about it. Honestly, I think it's just one of those movies you just have to sit and watch. It's one of those chill movies. It's a ride. Yeah. It's just a ride. One of those chill movies? What? It's a chill movie. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean. It does have a lot of rewatch. I don't mean it like that. I mean it like it's not, the movie itself is not chill. I mean, it's one of those movies where you want to go home after a week of work and you just want to watch some fucking awesome like anime movie and you want to have like a beer and like some Doritos and some shit. Like, just watch that. Like, just sit back, watch it, and enjoy the ride. Like, because that's literally all. It's a huge ride. It's a great party movie, too, I, I feel like. It'd be an awesome party movie to oh, turn yeah. on in Kimi the background. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Kimi no, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, because Redline, there's, you don't have to think about it. No, you, you don't. You just watch it, and you let it wash over you. Yeah. And you get a little pumped up, excited, 
It's fucking great. Yeah. You can watch it again the next day. You know, it's like, it's like, damn, dude. And like the, the, just like the whole design of the show, not just the animation, but how the characters looked and how, how they acted and their, and their, um, their personalities, their personalities, was, they've animated their personalities down to like the little, like the little things they do. Like, you know, the way, it, yeah, like the, like each of the racers is distinct. Like those twin girls, they're just they're kind of like skanky, but you like it, yep. dude. It's just like penny and stocking almost. And uh, Tetsujin, and, Tetsujin uh, Godwing is like this. Yeah, you know he's like this buff, huge guy, and he's like I win all the time because I'm a fucking G. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah, the machine head dude. That guy was yeah. dope. Oh my god, the way like his, his car is part of him and stuff. They 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 animate every character down to the way like. Their personality down. They animate their personality down to the way JP lights a cigarette. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's swagger. That's the word I was looking yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, swagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every character has 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 that. It's like or when you see when you see Sanashi. Nobody is flat and like stilted at all. No, and when you see Sanashi's boobs, like they don't make a big deal out of it. It's just her in her apartment, and like she likes to be topless. Like I like to be naked in my house. Like all the I time. I mean, part of me wishes they didn't have the nude scene in there because it kind of seems like, gratuitous. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't care about that. I just want to be able to show this movie to people, like, and not feel like a weirdo. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to be able to show this movie to, like, you know, some kid, maybe not a kid, but, like, <laughs> a teenager or whatever. And and their parents are like, oh, you're showing them the tentacle hentais. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm not. But <laughs> Honestly, though, I there's I just give this movie a 10 out of 10. Maybe. For what it is, yeah. For, for, for like what just it what it's going for. Right. Maybe I give it a nine out of ten. I don't know. It's just. I mean, Mac disagrees, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I've been Mac's waiting like, for a whole to Car's say not something. Damn it! Okay. As much as I fuck around and say, "Eh, it's okay," I'd probably give Redline a nine out of ten. Like nine pure and 10. simple. I I pretty much agree with a lot of what you guys said about it. And any movie to me, you know, me being a mechanic for a living, any movie that can go so off the wall yet still not break my suspension of disbelief because it's so fucking awesome that that's awesome it the movie is just so fucking phenomenal um <laughs> the characters are so fucking diverse and so fucking likable it's it's just a hellacious romp of a ride and i really love this movie it's it's fucking awesome you should watch it you should you should light a fat blunt. Just saying, if you're in Colorado or any of those other states, you know, light a fat blunt, kick back, and put on some red line. Some good shit. Some good, good shit. And maybe have some chicken tendies. <laughs> <laughs> Post some memes while you're at it. There we <laughs> go. While you're at it. Watch some ADGQ. Get the Twitch memes. <laughs> Craigasm. Everywhere. You gotta give Red Line a 10 out of 10 for probably awesome anime gifts. You have some, so many sweet gifts. Uh, oh yeah, like the one where they pop the nitro and they just they just warp their whole face. Yeah, on. they're like, <laughs> like. That's what I do whenever I'm like, I'm like, guys, I gotta finish watching this show, and I'm like, BRB, and I post the red line gif of me. It's like me trying to blast through a show. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like watching Red Line to me, anyways, was was like a blink of the eye, and then it was done. I didn't feel like I was sitting there watching a movie. I felt like I was immersed in it. And yeah. Yeah, it, and it is a little bit of a short runtime. It's only 102 minutes, so yeah, it does a very it doesn't need to be longer though. But like so. what Mac is saying, like it does a very good job of immersing you in the world they built. Yes, it I does, think. and whether that be through the sounds, the awesome soundtrack itself, just the way the animation is done, the characters, the, the fucking plot isn't anything special per se. It's really not. No, but it's done well, and mm-hmm. you don't have to have a special plot have a great anime or a great movie you don't have to be high stakes it just has to be well done redline's pretty high stakes though nah <laughs> people are just getting blown up <laughs> nah they're on a robot world or and the robots are trying to blow them up the robots that, that like fight between the, the, the two monsters at the end like uh oh yeah little what's his name little something yeah it's not little Sebastian. not really a spoiler it's just something that that hinders them in the end but shout out to parks and rec <laughs> parks and rec <laughs> but yeah anyways hear that little sebastian anyway but anyways i think uh yeah go see redline just it's on uh i'm pretty sure it's on crunchyroll it's been, been out for a while so i don't understand why it wouldn't be but i'm pretty sure it's on crunchyroll it's probably even on daisuke do it 
Do it. Bacardi it's Cola. On, well, it is on, it's on YouTube. Uh, the version on YouTube is not HD, so I wouldn't strongly recommend it. But Like, like from the Funimation channel, it's on YouTube? Or... I don't remember, but it is on YouTube for sure, and it's been there for a while. Oh, I mean, okay. You can buy Redline cheap, too. Uh, you can buy it for, like, less than $10. Oh, yeah, So I would, re- I mean, honestly, I would just recommend getting the Blu-ray. Get a Blu-ray, yeah. Calling it a day, you know? Get yeah. a Blu-ray, watch that shit. It's fucking worth your time. It really is. It's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Jeez. Oh, sorry, not Funimation. It's uh, produced by Manga Entertainment here in America. Never mind. Whoops! Anyway. <laughs> anyway, watch this. Wow, Sam, you're not even accurate. Do you, you do your research? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway. Three stars out of five. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> so, that guy had a point. I'm not trying to shit on him. So so the, the night before um, Mac and Coca had to go, um, we went, me and Trisha and, uh, Koka and Mac, uh, went to go eat some sushi and, um, much sushi was ate. Yeah. I ate way too much. I ate was, way too was... fucking much. I was miserable. Oh my God. Yeah, Tom, did you just spend the next day pooping? Like you're like calling from work. I got to poop, dude. <laughs> I actually didn't have to, like, I thought I would have to poop at work the next, cause I had to work the next morning, but I didn't have to poop. But anyways, um, the night before, <laughs> the night before we watched, uh, you know, Koka's like, we gotta watch your name. So I'm like, okay, let's go get some sushi. Let's go get dinner together. Cause it's your last night here. And we'll come home and watch, we'll watch, uh, Kimi no Nawa, or as I like to call it, uh, Panini no Nawa. Panini no Nawa. Panini no Nawa. <laughs> Dude, Sam, I, I typed in Panini no Nawa into my favorite, less than reputable, uh, streaming site. Won't, I won't name it, but, <laughs> and it actually came up with Kimi no Nawa. So they, they did a good search. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I pasted that into so, so so Nick Nick has been going back and forth changing the name every time he says it, and he's coming up with Shanene Nonawa, Shaniqua Nonawa, Shaquille O'Neal Nonawa. Yeah, Shaquille. <laughs> My favorite is Kimmy Granger Nonawa. Kimmy Granger Nonawa. Kimmy Kimmy Google it. Don't Google Kimmy it. Kimmy Gibbler. Or do. Kimmy Gibbler Nonawa. Um, Ki- Hermione Granger Nonawa. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just now it. you're just changing it completely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like uh, pizza based on a real life novel, Superman Four, no Nawa. <laughs> the movie, the movie, the game, the movie, the, the game. movie, the game, <laughs> Deluxe Turbo Five, the game. Anyway, your name. We watched it in my basement again on Mac's computer because he had his setup down there. Um, this is the new uh, Makoto Shinkai film. Came out in 2016. Obviously, you've heard us talk about it. Hey, Actually, wait, wait, heard- wait, wait, wait. If we have to go through this and explain what Kimi no Nawa is, where have you been? That's true. That's true. I hadn't watched Kimi no Nawa until I was up in Minnesota with these guys. I was totally going to wait to watch it in theaters because I wanted to watch it for everything that it was. But if you're a member of the anime community and you don't know that information, how big is the rock that you've been hiding under? Probably pretty huge. Probably bigger than Patrick Starr's rock. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> My name's not Rick. <laughs> but um, Nick. Did- but what is your name, Patrick? Oh, I'll get it. Wow, that that was actually like a really good. That joke was a good one because dude. You lined they it asked up. Patrick what his name is. Like I just realized you that. should have like, lined it up, dude. You should have lined up the joke. Who is this? Missed opportunity. Like, no, this is Patrick. But it premiered. And that's gonna be a meme now. <laughs> God damn it. But um, Nick didn't watch it with us. Nick watched it uh, today, but he he was. Uh, I prefer to watch movies alone in the dark. He came in a corner. He came over after to hang out with us. But it premiered at um, Anime Expo uh, last year, and uh, that's where Kolka saw it. And you know he's been raving about it every fucking damn episode since then. <laughs> and, Which prompted me to give it a one out of ten. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, Panini no wa- Nawa. Eh, I gave it a five point five out of ten. <laughs> See, that's funny because that would almost be more insulting to give it a five than to give it a one. After after the movie had ended, I was like, "Yeah, the movie's alright." And then Mac was like, five out of ten. <laughs> and I'm like crying. Yeah, been and there. I'm like crying, trying to wipe my tears away because I was crying. And I was like, "Yeah, that's alright." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Movie's okay." Yep, five out of ten. And Cole but, um, is just like. <sighs> but you know, honestly, yeah, new Makoto Shinkai film. You know, he did uh, five centimeters per second. Uh, she and her Garden cat, of Words. Garden of Words. Uh, five centimeters and Garden of Words are his distance, most famous. Distant uh, voices of a distant. Yeah, nobody star. cares. That wasn't wasn't as good. 
Five centimeters per second, Garden of Words. Distant of a voice, distant, or voices of a distant star is pretty <laughs> distant important, Distant voices, though. voice, distant? Voices of a distant. one by himself. That's fine. The star from before. <laughs> I like how I'm just totally discrediting him. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, fuck sh- that movie. Just shut up for a minute. That movie is very important because it launched him into doing what he's able to do now. Yeah, so, well, it wasn't that good, so that's fine. It was pretty good. You're just a bitch. It's not that good. He did it in school. Like, he animated it all by himself. Yeah, I don't care how he did it. It wasn't that good. God, you're so retarded, dude. <laughs> you're so stupid. Okay. Just don't troll. Hey, for man, like... I'm all I'm all about the end result. Show me the bottom line. Just don't troll for, like, five minutes. Just, all right. Can, I'll give you a dollar. I'm going to put a timer. It is 1021. All right. I'll give you a dollar. Just don't troll for five minutes. All right. Here we go. Kimi no Nimi. Nini. Wow, and then you troll right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like tempting me. <laughs> so basically, uh, there's this chick, and she's, uh, and this dude, and the dude lives in Tokyo, and she lives in like the boonies or something. Uh, okay, look, Mitsuha lives in the boonies. Oh, Itamori, the town of Itamori. And Taki lives in Tokyo. It's a guy and a girl. Right. Yes. And the first, like, the first part of the movie, like, the first 10, 20 minutes, you're kind of wondering what's happening. And then you, actually not even even earlier than that, the first 10 minutes, it's like, you kind of wonder what's happening, and then you realize that they're switching bodies. Yeah, they're trading places, like that yeah. movie, with, what's her name, when she used to be hot, the red-haired girl. Like, Freaky Friday, yeah. Yeah, Freaky Friday, Lindsay what's Lohan. her name, though? Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. and there Jamie Lee Curtis. I get that. Yeah. Which is actually an adaptation of an older Disney film as well. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen that one too. Yeah. And there's the older. I think there's one. an even older one too. Yeah. But um. Yeah. That's basically what's happening. There's one with the Olsen twins, wasn't there? No. No. That was a different movie. That was Never a mind. Movie. God, um, who cares? Let's move. On. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's it's kind of like like kind of like in Kokoro Connect, I guess. But anyway. Um. Oh yeah, a little bit. So then that's a better. That's basically the premise, dude. Like I kind of. It's kind of hard. Should we go spoilers or not? Like, I don't know. Well, they do. Okay, so basically it's it's a boy and a girl, and they're trading bodies every few days, and they're kind of messing with each other, and it's it's kind of like a fun, light start to the movie. They start leaving, and, like... Um, yeah, they're leaving little diaries and, like, cell phone messages. And each other's like, phones. Yeah. They're writing on their faces and getting into gangbangs and stuff, and, like... Oh shit! I trolled. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I made it up? two minutes. I made no two dollar. Minutes. No dollar. Um, so yeah, like they're doing that and messing with each other, and then they find out. Crap! I just watched it. There's a point where it gets a little bl- like fuzzy and blurry, and like the guy. Uh, are Are we gonna try? Should we do like soft spoilers or something? Like actually, let's just go into spoilers because we need to tell people how we feel about this, right? Well, I mean, before we do that, before we do that, there, like we there's, go hard there's a little bit more know, that not... can be said without going like into spoilers. I don't think we territory. need to spoil it, especially since it's not like officially um, released. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Mac. Kimi no Nawa. Um, the movie itself is phenomenal. Like the way that it looks and the way that it sounds, especially with the music by the Rad Wimps. The fucking music paired perfectly with the movie, and it was so fucking good watching it. It really was. And it was really good, too, with um, the character dynamics between the main two, Mitsuha and Taki. They just felt very real, and they had these little childish jokes that jokes that they would play on each other. And it was, it was just such a heartwarming start to this movie. And Yeah, and you kind of need that it, with this type of story yeah too. With, you with, can't just jump into like torture porn or something not that the movie ever goes there but it's yeah. like you can't make them you can't make <laughs> a victim you can't make it like victimization a lot of anime get so into that before where it's we like, go into bdsm they um, don't <laughs> a lot of shows like don't stop and breathe and like let you enjoy the characters like for example sailor moon crystal it does the opposite of the original show where it just doesn't stop it just keeps going keeps going keeps going and it's all plot 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 and like it doesn't give you those little moments where the characters are are being people. So like this is that's what the movie starts with to build your your empathy with the characters a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So a um, little bit of background though on the characters. Um, Mitsuha she lives out in the town of Itamori. Bumfuck nowhere. Yes, she lives out in bumfuck nowhere. It's like the countryside. Yeah. Yeah, she lives in bumfuck nowhere. She's uh, the shrine girl. Yep. Said pump fuck door three times. 
She's a she's a Kumamiko, dude. Yep, she's a Kumamiko. This is actually a prequel or no sequel. It's a side story to Kumamiko. <laughs> it's a side story to Kumamiko. <laughs> Anyways, she's not to the bear died. She, he died. She's a shrine maiden, <laughs> and uh, she gets a little embarrassed at times by what she has to do. Um, Taki is just a guy living in Tokyo, going through his life, a, working a part-time job. Of course. Has a crush on a His hot, hot manager. Waitress. Oh, my God. Dude. It's a waitress, isn't she? I don't think she's a manager. She's a senpai, I she's guess. Like the, she's like the, I don't know what that means. She's like the head server person. The she's like head the server? Yeah. Doesn't matter. She's it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter head sex. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying really hard not to go into things that I should. So, like go the into middle portion, like it's, it's it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, it's it's hard to explain without letting too much go because yeah, we don't want because spoil. there's a certain point that you go with this movie that if we start talking past that point, it turns into massive spoilers. But we can at least talk in generalizations about it and. I can just say this, um, with certain events that happen in the movie, just the uh, the cinematography that was used during all, pretty much all of the major scenes was just fucking top-notch. It was so gorgeous, and it fit everything about the movie. It really did. And that is really important, because that's what drives the narrative home. That's what drives emotions home. That's what makes you feel for the characters in the story. And that all comes into fruition, you know, when X event happens and um, shit goes down and shit hits the fan, literally, metaphorically. And So, yeah, like Taki's searching for, eventually he tries to find her because they, they're both figure out that they're switching bodies and like he tries to go find her. Well, they figure that out pretty then, quick that they're switching bodies. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I I'm mean, saying, like, Taki wakes up and he's like, "Huh." When he tries some, to find her, bumps. then I'm gonna feel then some bumps. some information is revealed to him, and the movie like goes towards its like main themes. After that, I don't want to. I think something that we're I'm le- trying not to spoil something yeah, we're leaving out ahead. too. That is, it's this is not really a spoiler, it's, but it's it's part of the whole thing. Um, but uh, like we said earlier, um, Mitsuha is um, she's a shrine maiden. And a lot of the stuff that she's learning about, um, about the, the deities that she worships and um, chants for and everything like that, um, have a lot to do with kind of the phenomenon of them switching bodies. Um, yeah, it parallels it really nicely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, something, so it's like something about like, like uh, oh, like I had a dream that I was a boy or whatever, right? And it's like, it turns out that it's not a dream, obviously. But like, that's part of... Um, a lot of what, uh, like her grandma is like the one telling her all this stuff, you know, she's like, Oh yeah, you know, the gods would do this and do that. And they do that. They do that. Uh, the same cliche of like, what is it? Spinning thread or, or what is it? Knitting, not knitting the threads of time. Is that what you're talking about? Where they're, she's like making clothing, basically whatever it's called. The threads of time using a a wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Anyway, the threads of the clothing kind of (laughs) like, Represent their connection. Well, yeah. In this case, they're threading those uh, bracelets and beads and stuff like that, and she wears uh, a, a not a ribbon, but a, a beaded kind of tie thing in her hair, and um, that has all they kind of work that into the themes or whatever. Kind of like that everything is connected by the threads of fate and the threads of time and, and things like that. One of the and, beautiful uh, things too about this movie, um, I actually rewatched it. I watched this movie twice in the span of a week. Nice. And it's truly flooring once you know what's going to happen in this movie because they tell you exactly what's going to happen from the very get-go. There are so many hints and subtle little clues that if you are really steely-eyed and you can really pick up on these small little details, you can figure it out before the big reveal. Right, you can figure it out, but that being yeah, and even said, even on the first watch, you get a, you get a hint about it. Yeah, you get like a tiny, tiny little hint, and then and then shit hits the fan. But I mean, I I basically predicted what would happen when I was watching the movie the first time. Aww. Oh, Sorry. look at me! I'm Nick oh, Stoner. I'm <laughs> oh. 
Anyways, Matt, go ahead. I should rewatch. I will rewatch it again on a better quality because the version we watched is the crappy. Oh, I'm gonna go see it in theaters like multiple not times. Not even gonna lie, but um, it's just you know it's really hard to do such a great movie justice talking about it, and everybody and their redheaded stepchild is going to be talking about this as far as the anti-tuber community is concerned, as far as Reddit is concerned. As far as anybody who has any sort of opinion is concerned. And you'll be hearing a lot of the same things being said about this movie. It, because... It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's why you watch it. But truth being told, whenever I watch a movie and I sit there in awe for about a minute and then I say holy shit, that's up there with fucking Forrest Gump. That's up there with The Last Samurai. I mean, that is saying something whenever you can compare it to non-animated movies as being on their caliber, if not better. And The Last Samurai, that's a weird one to compare it to. It's Dude, The Last Samurai, the- fucking top tier. Get out of here. Well, I mean, it's a good movie, but it, like, I was, it doesn't I was speaking... The movie. There's no... Sh- doesn't really share any themes. I was but, I was right. speaking in the sense of good execution in movies. I wasn't speaking about similarities in plots. I was talking about great Tom movies. Tom Cruise, though. Best girl, Tom Cruise. Best girl, Tom Cruise, and yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. God damn it, Nick. Fuck. Um, I think that's a good point, though. I think that's a really good point. Is like, this is not really... um, it, it, it falls into one of those things where it's an anime film that you could just watch, even if you're not into anime. Um, exactly. Kinda, I kind of put some of Mamoru Hosoda's films on that level too. Um, even yeah, a couple of them. I even put Redline on that one because Redline is just a straight up like you know ride. You know what I mean? So, um, but you know, I didn't have any idea what it was about. Um, you know, as much as Koka kept talking about it, you know, because Koka even said that he's like, I don't want to say it. Like you just have to see it, you know. And that um, is true. You just need to watch it. You right. Have to watch it. I, I don't want to, and, and you know, now the way Nick is saying it, it's good to not, that we're not spoiling it. I, I honestly don't want to say any more than, than what we had already said, but it's just Makoto Shinkai kind of knocks it out of the park with this one. Um, kind of. Kind of. Well, he, in his previous he shoots movies, it. He shoots he had... it to the damn moon. Yeah. In his previous movies, though, he had all this, like, this good imagery and um, style, but not as much character substance. Well, in this movie, he adds that to it. One of the things that we did bring so, up, right. though, talking about it, it, a lot better. Like, right after we got done watching this, was the movie is beautiful stylistically. It's fucking gorgeous, but it's really cool how it never lets the beauty of the scenery detract from you paying attention to what's going on. It's yeah. all used to amplify what you're feeling and to get you there, to get you where this movie is taking you. It never distracts you with overly flamboyant scenes or anything. It's just, it's breathtakingly beautiful. It's not a perfect film. No no film, nothing can be truly perfect Unless it's EBK Euphonium, it's just not going to happen. Or Satoshi <laughs> Kone. I still, I, I don't want to get into it, but I still uh, prefer some of the Satoshi Kone movies. But well, that's just me. That's because this thing has. Oh, I'm Nick Stoner, and I don't like oh. this one aspect about anime. My <laughs> avant-garde. <laughs> so look at my artsiness. So you know, with all those updates that Coco, what Coco was doing, you know, it's just constantly beating shit out of the box office in Japan. It's the first anime not directed by Hayao Miyazaki to earn more than a hundred million, um, which is ten billion. Yeah, it's yen. made a lot of money. It's done good. It's popular. Um, you get it. Well, okay, Nick. You said this every single week. Okay, Nick, but shut <laughs> up. Just, just wait really until it goes like everywhere else in the world. It's gonna okay, be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna get. It's gonna make more money, guys. Okay, Whoa, I just am gonna say this next part, Nick. Just calm down. Um, God. but it, in total, it as of December twenty sixth. It has made two hundred and eighty-eight point eight million dollars in U.S. dollars. That's a lot of money, dog. Yeah, and it's like number what is it? Number two or four or something for the Japanese box office all time or something. It was number one for a anyway, little bit, but yeah, number one probably. Anyway, yeah, it's made a lot of fucking money. Basically, anybody can watch it. 
and it's got some rewatch value. That's why it's made so much money. You can, I mean, anybody can relate to it too because it has like themes of, you know, dealing with uh, of loss and yearning and longing for connection, which is what Makoto Shinkai does in most of his works. Actually, um, this this movie just does it a lot better. It is a little bit easy to predict what's going to happen in the movie. For me, not easy, but it's just like I almost feel like I've seen the story before. Yeah, you dude, you've seen Coco Connect, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you, this is better than Coco Connect. Yeah, this is like, but, if you've seen Coco Connect, like, put Coco Connect on the floor and then go up to the top of the Empire State Building, and that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I gave Coco Connect, like, a 5 out of 10. Right, up, <laughs> you guys were like, oh, it's a 10. Still better in I school did not, days, get fucked. I didn't, I didn't say that, but you're stupid. <laughs> no, screw this is better than Coco School days is better than keeping on now. Get out of here. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. You're Jesus such a Christ. fucking moron. But, um... Uh, it, oh, man. It is, though. It is a little better. No, I'm kidding. So, I'm just going to say, in my my final thought on it, is... And this is something Kuoko said, and it, it kind of just stuck with me. Makoto Shinkai just really nailed this movie. I don't have any complaints about it at all. The thing is, is, like, what is he going to do next? Yeah. Like... And we mean that well, in he, a bad way, because it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He actually said, and I mentioned it on one of our previous episodes, that he wasn't even finished with the movie. Like, he wasn't entirely, uh, uh, he wasn't, like, perfectly pleased with how he did the movie. Like, he wanted even more time. Like, he said, I think he said a couple more years or something, if he could have had that time to, like, make the movie better, which is interesting. So, like, yeah, what is he going to do next? Like, I don't. I don't think the movie could, needs to be better. Reboot it. The movie is, for all intents, <laughs> it doesn't and, need to be for better. For all intents Clearly, and purposes, it's made a lot of money. It is perfect but, for itself. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to say like how to make it better. Um, it had some not time travel. That's not the right word, but it had some some dealings. There's not time travel, but it, it, it had some like timeline. Mm, careful, um, careful. I'm not even. I'm not spoiling anything, but it, it's stuff to do with timelines that, like, maybe that could have been done a little better. And I don't know exactly how, but like, yeah. I'm just trying to compare it to like something like Millennium Actress, where it's like she's not in Millennium Actress. They're not literally changing like between. They're not going back and forth in time, and they're not doing that in on now either. But like, I just wish there was more of like a imagination aspect to the movie, if that makes sense. Like, I wish I could be in the characters' heads more. And see things with a little more uh, subjectivity between see, and that's, different characters. And that's where we'll have to differ on this. Because I honestly don't think that would have added much to the narrative as a whole for how the movie was going. And Yeah, and I don't think it, it didn't need anything better. But I'm just saying, if, I wanna, if I'm giving something a perfect 10, like Millennium Actress. Like he became a phonium. Be... <laughs> yeah, but, but for me, it's just got to be like like way out there and Kimono now felt a little bit safe to me personally. I'm in the minority. I know everyone's going to like it. Most people are going to say it's like a 10 or a 9 or whatever. I no, I but like I I hear what you're saying. It felt a little a tiny bit safe. And it didn't maybe it wasn't going for that. Like it doesn't need to be doesn't need to take a big risk. It doesn't like, need look, to be he, edgy to he be He made good. a ton of fucking money. Like that's or you know, that's all that matters, but and this, this movie is going to be, like, important because now – and I was reading an article about it earlier um, about how the anime industry is changing yeah. where they're releasing, like, more movies and, like, they're trying to make them more successful because that's, like, better profit margins for Japan or something like that for the industry. So, like, Your Name is going to help launch that even a little bit more because, like, the Ghibli movies was mostly what they had with a few scattered ones that made some decent profits. But now, like, they see something like this and they're like, oh, we can, we can make – wide audience movies again and and just go nuts with it so that'll be interesting to see in the future yeah definitely i honestly don't mind that really if i can get more like this sign me up seriously sign me up i'd be in for it so what'd you guys give the movie you guys you gave redline a 10 you're giving kimo now probably a 10 <laughs> i gave redline a nine or you gave it a nine mm-hmm. or you both gave it a nine or something i gave it a nine kimi no nawa I- I gave, I gave it like, Redline a nine. Kimi no Nawa, man. I probably gave. I think I gave Kimi no Nawa a nine. 
Only I'm, because... I'm probably giving Kimi no Nawa the Holy Grail 10 out of 10. Quokka gave it 11. <laughs> <laughs> I might give Kimi no Nawa a 10. Because, like, like Max said, too, and, you, I, and, I, you want, and I'm you know? not even giving Hibike Euphonium gave, Season 2 a 10. Oh, you gave Season 1 a 10, but not 2? I didn't give Season oh, 1 a 10. I gave Season 1 an 8, if I remember correctly. Really? But that's all you fucking talked about, Mac, and you gave it an 8? <laughs> yeah, what the what? fuck's wrong? You mad? You mad? Blown, you mad? <laughs> you mad? You so, mad? So, that being Today said... Today we all learned Mac is, <laughs> is a sociopath. Same? So, that being, that, being, that being said, I think... Oh, and for the record... I gave it a seven because I'm a snobby piece of shit. <laughs> to be fair, Nick has but seen here's a lot thing. of stuff. Okay. Oh my no, God. no, 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 no. Like, move on. it's like a high seven. I could give it an eight. I could. I don't want to give it a nine because for my list, it has to like really like impact me personally or whatever. And this movie was good, like definitely good. And I recommend it to everybody. But it's just like for, on a personal level, it didn't really like hit me that hard. It was it should have but it didn't i don't know it's hard to explain and it, again i just felt like it was a tiny bit too safe but that's just you know these are I'm, what the I'm fuck is even a tiny bit too safe i don't i understand. nitpicked it down to a seven i don't understand. <laughs> which for, honestly for my for my list if i give something a seven that's like really fucking good like i i think i gave i gave redline an eight and that's you're like oh it's better like well i mean it's a different movie but um Okay. It's just well, it's hard for me to give something a really high score. That, what I'm saying. That being said, I think all of us, even Quoka, even though he's absent today, um, can recommend both of these movies to you. Just we can yeah, for indeed. sure. Yeah. It just depends on what kind of movie you want to watch. So now that we have set the mood for you, and you can either decide to watch something off the wall, crazy and fun, or something that is fucking beautiful that's all I can say about it I almost said something I shouldn't have said that is fucking beautiful you now have a choice you can spend the rest of your day doing either or and that is our gift to you and on that bombshell I've been Mac with me I have Nick and Sam and we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. Peace out. Woohoo! Yo, you, yo, okay, real talk though, your names suck. <laughs> I know, dude. I, know, dude. I mean, we finally had to, oh, we sold out. You know, 5.2 out of dude. 10. 5.2 out of 10. They paid us, like, that sponsorship, so we gotta give it high scores, you know? Hold this fucking yeah. charade for an hour. Fucking Jesus. Well, dude, I already cast a check, though, so it's fine. <laughs> Hey, my soul's only worth so much. <laughs>